everyone, you're listening to the Chatting in the City podcast. This podcast is an initiative from the VTrack Lab, also known as the Vulnerability, Trauma, Resilience and Cultural Laboratory here at the University of Ottawa. The goal of the lab is to research and explore mental health in Black communities. The podcast is a part of the Becoming Project financed by the Public Health Agency of Canada. My name is Leslie, and I'm the social mobilizer here at the VTRAC, and I'm also here with today Mika Jean-Baptiste, who's the second social mobilizer here at the VTRAC. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the international student experience and their mental health. We are here today with Chi, one of the clouds for Chi. Um, and Chi, do you want to introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, what you're studying here at the university? Tell us just about yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Chi Yang Cha, or Chi uh, for short. I am a second year international student in the Honors Bachelor of Health Science program at the University of Ottawa, and I am from Nigeria. Awesome, Chi. Thank you so much. Um, so we kind of want you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, about your home, your favorite food, and what you miss most. Um, well, originally, um, if we're going down to tribes, I am from Imo States, which is in the southeastern part of Nigeria. But I grew up in the federal capital city, which was Abuja, which is somewhere like North Central. So I technically consider Abuja my home as opposed to Imo States, but, you know, I use for interchangeably. So um, Abuja is a... It's one of the larger cities, but it's not the largest one. It's um people refer to it usually as the business center because where we have Lagos, that's kind of like our party city. Abuja is kind of where people like um do business and handle finance because we have our federal government and there are like offices, a lot of them there in Abuja. So it's kind of, you know, labeled as a more serious or businessy place, if that makes sense. Um, it's, I'm not going to say it's really fun. It's just, it's, I feel like it's more about growing up there. And like, the more you're there, the more you're able to make it fun for yourself. Um, what's my favorite food is, okay. I think my favorite Nigerian food is, mm, fresh fish soup or I think some people call it fisherman soup and it's literally just like a bunch of seafood and fish made like into soup like how Nigerians make soup and you eat it with like any kind of swallow like pounded yam or gari or whatnot and what I miss about home I think um personally what I miss about home the most is the people and the energy because I have definitely noticed that the people in Canada are nothing at all like the people back in Nigeria. Like they are not as outgoing, no offense, but they are not as fun. Like even I feel like Canada is a bit more gloomy to me. Like Nigeria, like even when bad things are happening in Nigeria, we always find a way to always be happy and have fun and smiling. But I feel like if something bad what's happening here or when something bad is happening like the atmosphere around this kind of changes and like so 
definitely if there's one thing I miss about Nigeria, it's going to be the people and like the attitude, you know, towards each other. That's so interesting. Thank you so much for sharing all of your experience a little bit from uh, from back home. And um, um, about that, what made you choose Ottawa, like the University of Ottawa? Why did you decide to uh, come study here? Um, so it's actually a very funny story. But then my sister came to Canada first, and she lives in Toronto. And so how we are set up in Nigeria, like so we have states and then cities inside states right and we have about 36 states so when I asked my sister where she was she was like oh she's in Toronto and that Toronto is a city and then it's in Ontario which is like a province so I was like okay if cities are in the province and the province are kind of like states so she was like oh Toronto and Ottawa they're both cities in Ontario so I was like okay how far apart can two cities be in the same states right and I didn't want to go to U of T because it was like too terribly expensive for international students and I didn't want to go to York which was where my sister went to school so I was like okay and my sister just go to U Ottawa and I think the reason why I picked U Ottawa in Ottawa is just because I was typically just aiming for um the better ranked schools just because I feel like uh, the better school you go into it helps it just makes it better getting into, makes it easier, I guess, getting into more schools. So that's why I picked you, Ottawa, and Ottawa. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys didn't know, Miss Chi is a future medical professional. So we're very excited to see that coming. But how have you adapted to being away from home? Um, I feel like definitely compared to a lot of the international students I'm definitely like when it comes to adapting I'm definitely very stubborn like I would rather I feel in terms of maybe getting around transportation I've definitely adapted to the busing and the you know finding my way around and you know how living here like drinking water from the taps and such and such but when it comes to interacting with people I definitely have tried my best um not to assimilate just because I feel like I'm already so far away from home and then me trying to you know switch myself to be more like the people here is just more parts of me that I'm going to be losing so I was like this small part I can retain while I'm here I would just like to keep that for myself. So I feel like I'm definitely very stubborn when it comes to adapting. Like even in 10 years, I don't think I'm going to ever lose my accent. Even if I were to stay here for 10 years or I would ever like the food here more than there. So I definitely feel like that one is going to be definitely a tough one. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting because I also feel the same. I'm also an international student as I was telling you and it's like even though I'm leaving most of I'm spending most of my time now like you know the way in Canada I'm always still attached to like back home and like my friends my family and just my life here in Belgium but about that what have been the best and the worst moments uh so far um from uh, being away from home so personally I feel like the the worst 
thing about like being away from home for me it's like the the time difference so it's really hard for me to connect with my friends and my family because we are in such different time zones so it can be quite tricky but I also love the fact that I'm more independent and I get to do my own thing and just explore my passion and everything so um, we just need to know um for you what was the the best and worst moment from uh, being away from home um for the best moment because i think that one is easier um definitely is the independency because i don't live with my parents here and i can't do anything i want or not anything but then i can do most things and then i can go and like come so i really do like the independency um I feel like the worst thing uh, about, let's say, being here for me, or my worst moments being away from home, like I said, I feel like the people here are very different. So I did have like a situation where I went out with friends and then um, long story short, like, they all ended up at one table, like we're like eight of us and then seven of them were on one table and then they couldn't find a space for me. So I had to go sit on another table and I was like, this is all my friends on one table and just me on another table. And like none of them saw a problem with that. And I feel like that was really one of the worst moments because it really stuck with me. Like this happened in maybe March, but it's really stuck with me because in Nigeria, I feel like we're very closely like knits like especially friends like it would surprise you just how close you would see two friends be like from boarding school like high school students can be really close together so I feel like coming from that kind of place where everyone is just really tight like even with people you don't really know sometimes you can especially when you're turning into boarding school situations and living together you find yourself just being kind of closely knit or bonding about different things. So I feel like coming from that kind of environment and those kind of friendships and then entering a friendship here and having that kind of thing happen to me, I was just really shocked. I was like, oh, so that's how they do things here. Uh, I don't know if I really want to be here, if I'm going to have to be going through that. And yeah. Well, so it sounds like kind of, if I'm right, like Nigeria is more so like, more collectivist like everybody's together community you have a lot of people around you and then you came here and it's really like individualistic and it just the culture shock of it all yeah I can relate to because I think that it's exactly the same way in the Caribbean like people are around you all the time and like your neighbors are everywhere but you know each other you walk down the street and you're saying hi to people and then you come here and it's just like a completely different vibe but that is insane. One of my least favorite things about Canada, for sure. Um, but what is mental health to you? Mm, um, mental health? Okay, so if you were to just say mental health, I would just say <clears throat> it was like, if someone's, you know, state of, I don't want to use the word mental to describe it but then their mental state of well-being like just how okay maybe a person feels not just like physically but then emotionally and you know psychologically their psychological and emotional like state of being exactly um thank you for that oh i disappeared okay came back um 
But um, the next question is going up. What was your perception of uh, mental health and mental illness? Was it something that you used to talk about with your parents or your loved one? Or uh, was it something that was more taboo? Um, how did you think about the, those, two those two concepts of mental health and mental illness? Or was it something that you discussed in, in, the, in, in your high school, for example? Um, okay, so re regarding the question why you asked if it was discussed in like schools growing up, no, but I do remember there was an instance, I, my friend, she's okay with me sharing this information by the way, but then there was an instance of someone I know like when I was in public school trying to, you know, take her own life and then it was, we we're always aware of it, but like I said, um, I feel like Nigerians are tend to just be more happy people at least on like the outside like they present as happy people more so you don't really see things like that happening a lot so we're aware of it at least for me and I know my friends that we grow up we're aware of it but it wasn't really a common occurrence that we saw happening um in regards to my direct family there wasn't any particular shame about it or anything like that but like as I said we didn't really see it so it was never actually just spoken about at all like it was just something that we knew was there but didn't really have much regards to it because I guess none of us ever got bullied none of us ever I mean um growing up like bigger than most kids you will get made fun of a lot but then for me it wasn't didn't really depressed me like obviously it made me feel bad but then it never luckily moved me to the point of depression or maybe even if I was my mind just didn't you know realize that oh this is what this is I'm actually being I'm actually depressed so I just feel like it's just something that's not spoken about at all I wouldn't call it taboo I would just say it's not really known Okay. And then I guess following that, like, has your perception of mental health changed since coming to Canada or has it changed a little bit as you've grown older or anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Um. So it hasn't changed since I got to Canada just because in like maybe 2018 or 2019, like when more Nigerians started becoming more involved in social activism and you know social media um we ended up finding out well our generation we ended up finding out these things ourselves so we're all we're able to you know do our own research and I feel like a great majority of us or all of us who do have access to the internet and so whatnot we do have this idea and understanding of where exactly mental health is we understand depression and tons of other, you know, mental illnesses. So when I came to Canada, which was just last year, I already had all this knowledge. So it hadn't really changed since getting here. And I guess following that um, intervention, how um, do you feel your background influence how you feel about mental health 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, for example, I know that personally, like both of my parents are immigrants um, from Cameroon. And growing up, I didn't really talk about mental health, like ever, I want to say, which is kind of ironic because I'm studying enough psychology. Um, but it's just, I think, especially in Cameroon, we tend to think that people don't really suffer from mental illnesses and that doesn't really exist. That's more something that's from the accidents and not necessarily something that we see in Africa and like there's a lot of things that are believed that you should refer and like address any problem to to God and like the religion and that doesn't necessarily sometimes help you go to like the different mental health one that you may have a mental health issues and so I feel like that also influenced how like growing up I was thinking of mental health but obviously now after four years studying psychology and like doing the work that I'm doing here at the VTRAC I've learned that um obviously that don't really it's really important to talk about mental health and to raise awareness about um um our mental health especially in black communities so um that's kind of like what we what the question is about like just about your background and if for you it was the same thing or uh, was it something different? So, um, so yeah, definitely in my direct family, like I mentioned before, it just wasn't ever really spoken about. Um, I can't say for sure how my parents' reaction to it would have been, because we never brought it up in the first place, and they didn't really. My parents are not like extremists. Like I wouldn't say they are, chill parents or co-parents because they are definitely more strict but when it comes to like personal beliefs or stuff like they have never been people to push anything or anyone like they are more like okay this is what's right and this was wrong you know go your own path like choose what you want to do be who you want to be so they were those kind of people so I never had anything like oh this is something we do here this is something we don't do here but I do know that uh, growing up in Nigeria because I didn't used to see um you know exhibitions of like mental health issues around like that but I would sometimes hear about it on the internet I asked for, for at some point like in my journey of like sorry finding out where exactly mental health issues were I did at some point think I was like okay maybe this is something that only happens in the west because I don't see this around anywhere here. And then that's also got me to think, okay, maybe like Nigerians are just happier or maybe we are just... So when my friend, the incident my friend occurred, I did have like this eye-opening moment. So I said, like, yeah, this happens here too. It's just probably, it's not as talked about as it should be. And so I guess then following that whole point, what are your perceptions of mental health during the school year? Like, how do you think about your own mental health? Are there like peaks and stuff throughout the year? Yeah. Um, during the school year was, I feel like it was definitely a challenge, especially as an international student, because um, it has its ups and downs. I, for me, especially, it had a lot of ups and downs. 
because making friends I was like very excited I, like I have friends here and just because of how my perception of friendship back home is kind of what I came what I was expecting and um, so after the incident um with me being left alone and my friends weren't really feeling it's like how I expected they would I kind of wanted to pull away from them because I was thinking okay maybe these are not the kind of people you know that I want in my life and whatnot and then I was kind of pulling away but then I decided to go back and like you know try again because I guess no friendship is like built in a day and I was like okay yeah we all have to get to know each other and over like during the school year during first semester second semester like we're always close like even though school wasn't fully in person by then we would always be together we would always go to school together I remember there was this class that just one person had it was a chemistry class but then all of us would go for the class so we're that close and then I thought okay yeah we're friends like we've become close but then after the school year went out in April over the summer the whole four months maybe five month long summer break no one was talking like in the group chats we had no one was doing anything and I was like if they made it seem like okay we're just friends for school like we're just school friends and then when everything is done they'll go back to their old friends and then when school starts back they come back to us and I was like really thinking about us like is this the kind of friendship I want to be in and then it kind of I had this eye-opening moment that like no matter how many friends you make here as an international student you're never really um uh, how life races but then you always feel like you're never really friends with them just because they already have friends that they had and then the friends are right here with them but then your friends are right there and you're just saying like oh even if no matter how close you think you are to someone they may already like if you consider someone your best friend they already have a best friend here it's just a very eye-opening um situation it makes you very sad um so I feel like and also the whole issues with school being the first year school is hard just so many things piled upon so definitely I feel like my mental health in first year was a bit shaky like it was just up and then down and up and down but then yeah mm-hmm. I can definitely relate to that and I feel like as you say it's definitely harder for international students especially because at first you also have to adapt to like a new country a new way of living you don't necessarily have people that you already know in the country like personally I, I don't really know anyone here so I feel like it's already really hard and it's even harder than to to make friends and to sustain those friendship like after the school year so you're you're completely right and um and actually that's very linked to the next question which is um do you feel that mental health is accurately addressed here at the University of Ottawa or is there something else that uh, maybe we can do to improve the mental health, especially for international students. Um, I, in regards to just mental health at school, I would say, because at the time I was having these problems, I don't understand that oh school wasn't in session, and they probably have some things that would have been able to help now. Like I know, the peer help center is going to be um up and running as of January and I know because I volunteered to be a part of it because I was like okay yeah I definitely don't want anybody going through what I've been through 
And so I feel like a lot of the issues that I have faced were not directly a problem of the school, but more a problem of situation. Like we couldn't have people in closed spaces, couldn't have people in certain positions, couldn't have people doing too many things just because of COVID. But then I would well, I have this faith that once um COVID lets up and things start to get back to normal, that it might improve a lot. So if you wanted to ask me this question, maybe in eight months, I will answer again. I'll tell you, I'll give you my feedback, how I think things have changed now that it's open. But I feel like in regards to mental health for international students, um, I don't want to say the school is not trying because I do see they, they are trying their best. But I also feel like the people who they are asking opinions from to help are not the people who can help. Like, let me clarify. Like, they want to appeal to international students, but they don't have international students on the team to help them, to let them know what would, you know, work. For example, I know the international office, they have all sorts of things. Like, they have... Uh, seminars and they'll have get-togethers and many stuff that they see but then no how I'm thinking I'll be right to say this but for me personally as an international student when I first came to Canada I didn't want to see I wasn't looking to be put with other international students because non-African international students even non-West African international students may not be able to relate to me the way I wanted because to every international student to me sorry I have to rephrase this to me as an international student it's not just Canadians that like the foreigners to me like also other international anybody I'm not familiar with to me it's just like a foreign person so when they have these more general um get togethers and they're like oh come and meet your fellow international students it doesn't really provide this like oneness because we don't really there's nothing we have to relate about so i feel i remember bringing this up with the international house or the international office i was like if every international student because i know at school we have a lot of cultural clubs if um, when an international student joins school, they could just get a link to maybe the club's website or a link to, or a list with all cultural clubs. I feel like it would have done a lot of people a lot, a lot, like a whole lot of good. Because we get, as international students, we get so many emails from school talking about how to open a bank account, um, inviting us to come for this and come for that. And I feel like just one single message saying, hi, we know you're new here. And um, here are some, you know, people just like you to make you feel at home. Because I feel like the easing in to a country is a very gradual process. Like, it's a lot easier when you have a family, when you have friends. But for a lot of international students that come all the way here by themselves, they have nobody to help them ease into it. So I feel like just letting them know, telling them, hey, we have these people, they are from your country, they'll have similar, like they think like you, talk like you. It would help people, would I say, get used to 
Canada faster because we'll be hearing it from people who maybe have gone through similar situations and then we might use their coping mechanisms, you know, to get used to it. Because hearing something from somebody, um, maybe I don't know, but I feel like, okay, this person has been in a similar situation to me. I feel like, okay, yeah, this person knows how I feel. This person might even know how I would go about the situation. So I would rather listen to this person who um, can relate to me as opposed to someone else. And it's not even supposed to be in a way of, oh, I would rather listen to this person than this person. It's just that when you meet someone, as an international student, when you meet someone that is from a place you've grown up in and that place is all you've ever known, it just helps you, like, create this sense of familiarity. You end up finding yourself this um, person because a lot of time you still want to, you still, like, long for home, right? So just this one person, few people that, you know, to help you remind you of home, it's I feel like it'd be great help. So to you know summarize, I feel like mental health in general for school, for students, I feel like they are trying their best. But for international students, I haven't really felt any effort at all being put in to their mental health. It's like it sounds like they're really lacking like cultural competency I guess I don't know if that makes sense like if if in that sense like if um like it's they're addressing international students as one big student group and they're not like yeah individualizing that's I agree they should do that and I remember you were um complaining to me about the thing at iHouse and how they didn't send and it really is like an easy fix just to send an email with all the cultural clubs it's available and stuff like that so yeah, I, I honestly, I've never thought about that before, but that is so true. Okay, so we'll end it off with this last question. We'll forget about the other question because you already addressed that, but what are your coping mechanisms um, in the school year and in general? Um, okay, so for coping mechanisms for me, um, luckily for me, I did have, like, I have my sister, and even though she's in Toronto, and Toronto is like four or five hours away, like, I have phones and devices, and I can always talk to her, but then it was still lonely with my sister, who was so far away, so I feel like a lot of the times, um, coping mechanisms that are not directly around you can be very hard to actually help you cope, so me as a person what I would have liked to do because again I'm somebody who everything I do like before I do anything or say anything I always like to think about it and I like to say if I was in this position like if I was in the other person's position what would I like to be done to me or what would I like to be said to me so I always think like what would I have really liked as a Nigerian international student to Canada my first year to help me cope here and then the only thing my mind keeps coming back to is other Nigerians like I feel like other Nigerians that have made it fun for me I would have gone to parties I would have done this I would have done that and in that sense I was able to like you know start up a club a culture club Nigerian Students Association yeah and I feel, well, I hope that it will be a way to provide this direct coping mechanisms that a lot of 
Nigerian international students will need. Like that's that's only my goal. I can't say for sure. Some people don't need some people need to be alone. Even though I never advise being alone, I feel like sometimes um you always need people around you. But then we all cope in different ways, right? But I just want, even if it's for one person who would need this as a coping mechanism, just because I know I as a person would have needed this to help me. I feel like if I had this, so I had access to this, I would have definitely been able to cheer myself up more during the school year. So that is why I'm starting this. So to summarize again, my only form of coping mechanism at the time was my sister. But now I have my sister and I have the NSA and I have my friends because um, I do have the good friends. They will always be the good friends. So I have really, I have some really, really great friends and I'm very appreciative for them, both the ones here in Canada and the ones in Nigeria that I still talk to. And they've just helped me get through a lot of problems. So yeah. Wait, she can you give an NSA plug really quickly? Like share your socials. <laughs> yeah. So follow us on Instagram at nsa.uottawa and then follow us on TikTok at nsa.uottawa. And we have an event, our first ever event coming up in about two weeks or like 13 days. And it's going to be called the Chop Life Social Nights. And it is a mingle night because that's exactly what we're going for here this sense of community we want people to get to know each other to be close and I, i'm me personally i'm not just spreading it to people i know like the moment i am walking around school and i hear a nigerian accent i will turn to you and i'm like oh do you want to join the nsa like i i'm doing very random information spreading so i do want it's going to be a mingle night. People are going to eat food, you know, play games, drink, talk, and hopefully at least one person will leave there with a new friend and then we'll know we'll just have to start from somewhere. So yeah, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at nsa.uottawa and come to our events. It's on our Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. I love learning about everything that you're that you're doing and it sounds so just so wonderful and I feel like it's especially when we are doing oh okay come back it's especially when we are creating all of those initiative and opportunities for the students that then we realize that oh I wasn't alone like feeling that way and like that's something that we all kind of feel it. um so so thank you for, for all of your work um Mika do you have anything else to add before we close the episode no, just that I love Chi and she's so like innovative and I'm, whenever I listen to her, I'm like, wow, she's going to do great things in this life. But that's it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast episode. Thank you so much to our honorable guest, Che, for being here today and for taking the time to share your personal experiences and everything that you've been up to here. It's just amazing to her. Uh, and get to know you and um and all of your all of your work and I wish you the best with your events. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you and um and take care everyone. See you the next time. Bye. Bye.